Hey, welcome, welcome back, back to, to the It Is Well podcast with the Chatmans. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us and listening in today. We are so excited to be back with another episode. As always, thank you so much to every listener, to every person who's downloaded our content. We love and we support you. We're just here trying to spread the good news of Jesus. Um, if you haven't already, go ahead and download the podcast from Apple Podcasts, Listen. Spotify, Anchor.fm, Google Podcasts. Listen. Yeah, and I think that's all of them, right, babe? Listen. Go get it. (laughs) (laughs) And share it with your friends and family, too. Yes. All right. So today's podcast is not even kind of. It is a testimony in an area in which melanized marriage has grown. And honestly, it really stemmed from issues that I had as a wife and just as a a believer in Christ. Um, So today's podcast is called... From controlling to surrendered. Okay? From controlling to surrendered. So, just to give you some background information about me, I grew up in a household that was very perfectionist driven. You know, um, it was drilled into me and my siblings from a young age that we had to be great at everything, that we always had to give 110%. Um, that we had to be the best at everything, that, you know, if we didn't try, we were definitely going to hear about it, okay? And it really molded and shaped me to become very um, controlling and very, um, how do I say, workspace driven in a sense. I was very much so like, I got to do this. I got to be the best at this. I got I to gotta be great. I got to be great. Oh, and then I was not only having these high expectations for myself, but I would also project those expectations onto other people around me. Okay. Um, and that easily bled into melanized marriage. You know, I, I wanted to be in control of everything. I had to have things my way. Um, um, and I thought that I always knew best about everything. Right. And it just became so, bad like just so bad and I remember one day like God was like what are you doing like he he said all you're controlling all you wanting to be in control is is just showing that you have a lack of faith and trust in me and I was like what God like I love you I trust you I don't understand that and he was like when anytime you want to be in control you're pretty much saying that you can do my job and do my job better than me. And that really humbled me because I hadn't ever looked at it that way. Um, And then on the other side, he was like, you're really hurting your husband and you're hurting your marriage. Um, And I didn't want to hurt my husband. Like, I love my husband. If anybody knows my husband... He's one of the sweetest, like, thoughtful people you'd ever meet. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, and I was hurting him by, like, trying to turn him into myself, if you really think about it. Like, anytime my husband did something, I was, like, critiquing it. I was like, you can do this better. Or, like, because he wasn't doing it the way I said it needed to be done, the way I expected it to be done. And my husband's not me. Like, God created my husband in his image. 
just like he created me in his image. So what I saw as flaws in Mel was actually the beauty of God. Like, there wasn't anything wrong with him. I just thought something was wrong with him because he wasn't doing things the way I would personally have done them. And I remember, like, when my husband would, like, tell me how I was making him feel, I would just be like, oh, my gosh, would you please shut up? Like, you're so sensitive. Like, you always complain about everything, and you just don't know how to handle critiques, you know? Like, suck it up. Just do better, you know, that sort of thing. And all I was doing was causing a rift between us. I was making my husband feel unheard and misunderstood and alone. And I was supposed to be his teammate, but my actions were showing otherwise, you know? And in my mind, I thought that I had good intentions. But if you live life long enough, you realize that not all good intentions are God intentions, you know? Um, and I had a lot of work to do. Can you kind of talk about like your experience with that, babe? I was always just like, you know, why is it Batman and Robin not Robin and Batman? No, I'm just joking. What? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. What does that even mean? I don't know. It just, I was in my head. But anyway, right, on a serious note, uh, I feel like I feel like when we get on here, I, I, I lose my train of thought of what to say. But anyway, I feel like for me, it was like I was telling my wife uh, before we got on this uh, podcast that the first part of it was she was saying about like, you know, feeling hurt or whatever is that... Uh, for me, it was the sense of, like, it reminds me of, like, you know, the saying I've heard somebody say before, how, like, you know, if you're in a marriage and as a man, you go to somebody and you're like, well, my wife is abusing me, that uh, the first thing, not saying that <coughs> my wife was abusing me, but it's saying the first thing they're going to say is, like, you a man, you allowed a woman to abuse you. So when you do feel like that, um, what do you call it, um, that someone is, I guess, being controlling to you and you're, and you're a man, it kind of makes you feel like less of a man or makes you feel weaker because you feel like I shouldn't have been allowing someone to control me because I'm a grown man. You don't, you can't. And I think for me, it was, it was a sense of like, uh, it was a sense of like feeling hurt, but it was also in a sense of like feeling frustrated. Like you're screaming out, like I, I'm grown, like I'm a man. Like you can't, you're trying to control me or you're trying to, uh, you're trying to make me this doll that you're trying to wind up or this robot that can just do, <laughs> do whatever you want. And it's like, I, I can't be you, you know, I can only be myself, I can't, no matter how hard I try, I can't be you, I can only just be me, you know, so like, um, that's like, you remember that time, like, the situation we had where it was like, it would be like, uh, what am I trying to say, like, um, and I would always tell you about the thing about how, like, when it came to certain situations where you would be like, you know, I wish we could be more like one another, and I wish you could be, uh, you know, I wish you like to do what I like to do, and I was like, and I would think in my head, I was like, well, I think that's the beauty of our marriage is us being different. And I right, think right, it's, right. it's to bring each other into each other's world. It's not for me to be just like you. Just like, I don't want you to be like me. You know, I, I like I was I, like on my end, I was always uh, the type of person where like I always want to respect whatever it is that anybody else had going on. I don't I never want to force anybody to be me. Even if you even if what you do is a little uncomfortable, not saying you personally, but like if, if someone what they're doing is uncomfortable for me, then I was always like I could be respectful of like that's just them and that's who they are. Like as long as they res- respect me and wh- how I am, I can respect how they are. But I feel like when I would feel like I was being pressured to be 
who I wasn't to be somebody else. I was like, I can't do this. Like, I'm a grown man. I was like, I no longer live in my parents' house. So, like, I'm a grown man now. I want to have the freedom to be who I am and not try to be somebody that I'm not. It's like, as long as I'm not hurting anybody, as long as I'm being respectful, like, I'm not, you know, bashing who you are, then it's like, I feel like I should have that freedom and that respect and that space to be who I am and not feel pressured to be who I'm not, you know? Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing, like, I, I was trying to, like I said, make you someone that you weren't instead of being grateful and seeing the beauty and God's workmanship and craftsmanship and creating who you are as Mel. I was so focused on making you the complete opposite of that because I had my own like picture of who you were supposed to be because you were my husband. You know what I'm saying? And that that wasn't fair to you. And so I challenge anybody out there who has that sort of controlling, like, spirit or, like, I don't want to say spirit. Well, it, it, it really is a spirit in a sense. Like, to ask God to really help you with that. Because, first of all, you can't change a person. Only God can. And if any transformation needs to happen, that is God's wheelhouse. You are not God. You can't be God. You'll never be God. And you'll never be able to do what God does. There's only one true and living God. You can't do that. You're the creation, not the creator. So stop trying to do the creator's job. That is what I had to learn. And like, also, that that time in our lives, I was being so like judgmental and critical too. Like, but that like again stemmed from what I dealt with growing up. It was these. It was rooted in my environment and childhood you know what I'm saying always being like judged and criticized for what I wasn't doing right you know whatever not saying I didn't have good parents and I love my parents we have a great relationship but and they weren't doing this you know on purpose they they really just wanted me to have a good life and to teach me you know to always do my best and always try and not give up but what ended up happening was I just was like oh so I can't fail like I can't be bad at anything I have to do you know great and so like I said then I started putting that on other people, especially my husband. But God showed me, like, the change and transformation needs to happen within yourself, not within your husband. He was like, Abriana, I'm going to show you your mess. I'm going to show you all these places that I need to work on within you. There's places that I need to purify. There's things that I need to heal. There's things that I need to remove and transform to make your marriage better. So while I was so focused on changing my husband, the transformation and change really needed to happen within me. And once I finally surrendered to God and said, God, like, wow, you know, I need help. And then on top of that, like repenting and then also apologizing to my husband, asking him for forgiveness, because I was like, oh my gosh, like, I'm so sorry. Cause before the Holy Spirit revealed it to me, I didn't even realize that what I was doing was wrong. Because like I said, anytime my husband came to me addressing his concerns, I was just like, oh my gosh, Like you're just complaining again. I'm so tired of hearing you complain. You know what I'm saying? So I couldn't even get critique from him. So really, God had to like sit me down and be like, stop. What's, in, what's impossible for man is possible for God. Yeah. <laughs> I have a decision to make them. So... This is the first time you hear this and we say, and me saying this on this podcast. You know how I used to always say you and I used to always be like, uh, <laughs> I 
I used to, I would always say, uh, you don't really know me like that. You only know me for like a certain amount of time. You don't really know me like that. Mm-hmm. And so the reason why I would always say that, I used to always have this thing. I, I used to tell God this. I never really expressed it to you. But I used to be like, you know that day I was telling you about how like I wanted to go back home to my family. I wanted to go somewhere where I felt appreciated for who I was. I can just be myself. Mm-hmm. And I would say, I would tell God that I would be like, she wants to replace my family, but she hasn't given me the signs that she replace could, your family. You know what I mean? Like be um, not replace my family, but like give me the space to I have a safe space. Like when I'm oh, with, yeah. with my parents, you know how you feel like with your family, like you have that safe space. Mm-hmm. Like I, I can just be male. Like they just accept me for who I am. And so what I mean by that is mean like you are my family now. Yeah. So it's like when you get mad when they say a man leaves his husband, a man leaves his mother and father and goes to cling to his wife because like now you are my family. So mm-hmm. it's like. So, so basically, you did replace you. You were my new family. Mm-hmm. So I was like, um, you wanted to take that spot, meaning like you wanted to be there. But I was like, out in my head, I was like, I don't say in my head, I was telling God, but it's like I don't feel like I have that space mm-hmm. to where I feel comfortable, where I can feel like I can be myself. I was like, I still feel like, well, of course, it's different now. Like you know, thanks to God. But at that time, I felt like it was a thing of being like. I felt more comfortable being around them because I could be myself. I didn't have that feeling, you know, from you that, that like, you could... Because I feel like you wanted to take that place. So you wanted to be like, oh, I know them. Like, you wanted to feel the spot of my family, but I didn't have that feeling of, like, I could just be myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think that's what I desired from you was to feel like... I, to feel like I was at home. To feel like I was at 55, 25. I want to feel like that with my wife. Like, I want to feel like I was at home and I could just be myself. Yeah. I could just be who I was like when I'm around my mom and my dad and my sisters I could just be myself and that's what I desired from you as a wife like I just want to just be my I can just be at home and I could just be myself there's no yeah. pressure to be anybody else and I was like God she wants to have that space but it's like I gotta see those things to give that I, it was almost like I was afraid me. yeah I was afraid yeah. to give it over to you so it's like I wanted to give that over to you I wanted to give you that spot but it, I, I was afraid to, because I was like, I wasn't seeing any signs to where like I could give you that spot to yeah. take the place of my family to be my new family. And I couldn't blame anybody else but myself for making you feel that way. You know what I'm saying? That like that's something that I had to take full accountability for and say, you know, I'm sorry for making you feel that way. And it was I know it was tough for you during that time to be like, okay, I love her. I want to be with her, but she's driving me crazy. <laughs> and she doesn't make me feel understood or even welcome or loved for who I am, you know? And on my side, those were, like I said, those were never my intentions, right? But that's still the message that I was giving out. You know what I'm saying? And that's 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 like I was saying is where God had to, show me me not show you you show me me god you know and also you know i was thinking during that process the holy spirit was also showing me that i didn't trust you the way i should have trusted you because you were supposed to be the head of the house right god has a order to things right and it's god husband wife children right now again that doesn't mean that we're not a team or that the man is better than the woman that's not what that means but it was same in essence my desire to 
be in control of everything, to not trust you, to want to be the leader in everything, essentially made our whole marriage out of order. You know what I'm saying? And it caused a lot of problems. And I remember like, y'all, this is not a joke. There would be times where I would like do something because I wanted something done. I would take the initiative. Like I would get mad at my husband just for not doing something like fast enough. Like it didn't matter what it was. If I wanted things done a certain type of way, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'll just do it myself. I, I got that attitude of, I don't need you. Like I want you, but I don't need you. And I can get it done by myself. Like whatever. I, obviously like emasculating my husband in a sense, not intentionally, but just that's what, this is just what I was doing guys. And I'm showing you the dangers of what I was doing. Um, and with us being out of order, God was like, why? Like, you literally are making your life harder than it has to be. By being a control freak, wanting to be in control of everything, you know, trying to push you out of your position in a sense. Like I said, not intentionally, just by nature of how I was acting. Like, it... It was ultimately creating more work for myself. God was like, I put you with this man so y'all can be a team because y'all have a purpose for the kingdom of God to help other people, to help other couples. And you want to do all the work by yourself? What sense does that make? Like, if you look at it in a practical world, like even in a practical sense, ladies, what sense does that make? You want help. You want support, but you push away the support that you need and the support that you have and then complain about it afterwards. Then I feel like that affected my heart, too, because I feel like I, you because I've told you that before one time where like God had to help me when it came to work with you, because I got to a point where like I was like, I want to do it, but I don't want to do it with you because I know that you're going to be hard on me you know i used to say that i used to be like so yeah. god did it was like being in the marines yeah. <laughs> it was, yeah i was like i was like god had to help me like see you as like you're not my enemy you're not my team i mean yeah you're, yeah you're not my enemy you're not my like, you're not against me but i would feel like i'd rather do this but i don't want to do it with you like i literally got to that point that also reminds me like the thing you were talking about with the trusting how like uh which i said god had to help me with that as far as like not i guess what do they call like not um getting a hard heart or feeling like a feeling yeah. building resentment towards you like god definitely i definitely had to be patient and not yeah you know, he had to help me so uh the other thing too about trust too it's like the time when i was telling you about the thing about uh the sun thing how like there's a difference between like not uh what do you call it between saying treating between like looking at someone as your husband and look at them as like in a son way right, so like you say right, when there's right, a sense right. of like control like for your son you're gonna be like you know, I, I'm going to help him. I trust him, but I, I don't trust him to the full extent that I feel like he could drive the right. car for me. <laughs> you know, he could. I wouldn't trust my seven-year-old son to drive the car. You know what I'm saying? But opposed to, like, my husband, I can, like, he can get in the car. And I was like, I trust that he fully has this whole situation mapped out that he's good. So, like, I think that even affected my trust in you. So that, that, like, I wouldn't trust you because I felt like you didn't trust me. Meaning, like... The way that you view me, I I, used, I would always feel like as though I had to prove myself. I would always feel like in my head, 
this is like, this is this is like I'm almost sharing the prayers that I used to have with God. That I used to be like, God, I don't think she really sees me for who I am. Like I don't think she. I think I'm always trying to prove to my wife who I am because I don't think she. See, I think she sees me for less than I really am because I feel like you didn't trust me to be able to. If there's a task that you didn't trust me to get it done, right. so I, I felt like she don't see me for who that. She would say, "Oh, you're such a great man," but it's like when it comes to getting stuff done, that she don't trust me that I can handle the situation. She treats me like I'm her son that she can't yeah. trust me to fully do yeah. it so so that so that in turn made me not trust you because it was like i don't trust this person because this person is seeing me for less than who i am you know what i'm saying so it affected me it's almost like it was like a cycle because you didn't trust me to do it i didn't trust you because then i get like, mad at you for not trusting me yeah, but... I, was like, I don't trust you because <laughs> you don't you don't you see me uh because of the way you see me the way you view me you don't view me in a that's like almost like the thing i said with the family how like um how like even my family, like, when I would talk to them, meaning, like, how, like, they saw me for more. They saw how I was growing and maturing as a man. And I think, like I said, that was the thing that I desired from my wife. They they even respected me and looked at me in a different way because I'm getting older. I'm maturing. And they saw me for more of a man. They saw who I was. So, like, even when I, like, they gave me that respect. And I was like, I was like, I wish I could get that from my wife. Like, I would desire it from my wife to have, like, that I'm actually seen as, like, a grown man. I'm no longer, they no longer saw me as a little, you know, as my sisters call me, fat man male. <laughs> they, never, they no longer saw me as a little boy anymore. They saw, they respected me as a man, you know, and that's what I look for my wife to be looked at as, like, a man, not as the little boy that I was as a kid. And, and my family could see that transition. It's almost like what I desired from you was, like, that difference, you know, that transition that I'm looked at as, as a man. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely true. And I I remember those conversations that we had where you were like, you're treating me like your son. And I was like, I am not because I this is prior to, you know, like I said, the Holy Spirit provided me revelation and all that. But like I was like, I'm not. I'm just trying to help you. Remember, that was always my response. I was like, I'm just trying to help you. I'm not trying to hurt you. I'm trying to help you. And at the end of the day, really, guys, that's just an excuse for anybody who, you know, is struggling with this currently. You may think that you're helping but in reality you're not you're just hurting your relationship or your marriage like you're not you're not helping you're not helping at all and you have to allow even if what you even if they are making a mistake and you want to help sometimes you have to allow your husband to make that mistake and learn from it I think sometimes as wives, because we do love our husband so much, we want to make sure that he's doing things right, that he doesn't make a mistake, that he doesn't get hurt, you know, and it almost sounds like, like how parents are with their kids in a sense, but he's still a grown man who has his own walk with God, and you can't treat him like a child and baby him and coddle him and try to be like, oh, don't do this, don't do that, don't do that, because then you're just nagging, and he's going to resent you. At the end of the day, sometimes he has to make that mistake and allow God to show him where the where he went wrong and for him to grow from it. Like, yes, you're a team, but you don't want to. There's a there's a way to do it. And being shows belief. Oh, oh, you mean by like not putting your hands on it? You trust that somebody's getting it done. Yeah, yeah, that's and that's and that's where I struggle because I want to have my hands in everything. Like, I kid y'all not like even down to my husband signing papers. I was like over his shoulder, like do it right like, like make sure you're like doing it right mom, make sure like, you're doing it right <laughs> we're not gonna print out any more paper make sure you're doing it right y'all like i'm so, like it sounds really bad but it really was bad like god had to i'm gonna tell y'all god is so good god is a healer god's a deliverer god's a restorer because he did that for us and once i submitted myself to christ 
in every area of my life, then it was easier for me to submit as a wife to my husband because if you can't surrender to God, then you're definitely not going to be able to submit to your husband as a wife. And, the, and, and submission is not like, again, like I said, your husband being domineering and, you know, you don't have a say. That's, that's not what it is. It's saying like you trust, you're putting your trust in the man who God has given to you to cover you, love you, respect you, lead you and protect you. That's all you're doing. When it says submit to your husband, it's more of it's more of a trust thing. You're trusting his leadership. You're trusting the Holy Spirit that resides in him. And as he follows Christ, he's going to be able to lead you. So if you trust him hearing from God, you trust his walk with Christ, then you should be able to trust him in your everyday life. You know what I'm saying? And and that's what I had to do. Like show I had to I had to God had to cut like uncover my eyes one and like I said show me me but then also show me who the man was that I was really married to like my husband is strong he's intelligent he's compassionate he's thoughtful he's a great protector my husband will protect me in a minute like sometimes I'll be like babe like I think it's a little extreme he's like no like this is this is what the Holy Spirit told me cancel this don't do like don't don't talk to this person I'm showing you blah 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 and it's not in a controlling way. It's just like, I trust him. Like, I trust him 100%. And that's because we have really both sat at the feet, foot, of, foot of God, feet of God, excuse me, and allowed him to renew our minds, to open our eyes, and to restore our marriage, and to heal us, and mold us, and shape us into who he has called us to be. And I can tell you, like, it's even bled over into everyday life things like some people may think this what i'm about to say sounds silly but this is literally what i have to do now like i'll let my husband yeah like y'all i kid you not ask my husband when we go grocery shopping so i would always get frustrated at the little scanner machines at self-checkout like they would like when i say like they would frustrate me like i would get so annoyed and I used to get mad at my husband because I felt like he was either taking too long when he was scanning stuff or he wasn't paying attention to the screen. And then he like, I don't know what's going on. I'd be like, read the screen. It says to push this button. And like, I would get so mad. I'm like, it's basic stuff, you know, being rude. And God was like, I don't want. You. And so I would take over and I would just start scanning stuff myself. I'm not allowed to touch the scanners at the grocery stores anymore (laughs) like no i kid you not holy spirit was like every time you go to the store let mel scan the groceries and i kid you not the first few times that was hard for me you got a lot better though like that's how much control like that's how bad my control issues were it was like i wanted to take over and do it myself so bad and literally like my hands would be shaking like oh my gosh like grab it and i'd be like holy spirit be like no now i don't touch it like my husband does it and i'm at peace you I'm are, at peace. Like, you're a lot more patient nowadays. Like you are, like, yeah, a lot. A lot of thank you, baby. Because if you say it, tell me, I know it's true. <laughs> yeah. See, y'all, I'm not just lying. He's yeah. telling you, I've grown but a lot. Times going to story, you changed a lot. Like you used to be like you couldn't take it. Like you was about to explode. I like when I tell yeah. y'all, like I would get mad because I wanted things done like now, like do it now or whatever. And um, 
also another example um and i think i've talked about this once before but like i had i, I love to cook and i cook for my family aka mel <laughs> and i was struggling to open this jar it was some i think it was tomato sauce or something and i was struggling real bad and god was like give the give the jar to mel he'll be able to open it and i was like no like i can do it myself one i was being disobedient to the voice of the holy spirit and two i was being prideful pride leads to destruction so that's another thing um and so he was like abriana give the jar to mel so i had an attitude and i was like babe can you open this jar please like i was so mad about it <laughs> and he was like uh sure and he popped it right open and he just walked by you know went about his business and i was like forget you like you know what i'm saying like forget you you know whatever i'm mad he got it open and then the holy spirit said i need you to trust your husband as much as you trust yourself to get it done because he can get it done too he's your teammate and that like really really shook me so my whole point of that was saying now if i can't open something within like one try or two tries i'm automatically like babe he open this and there will literally be times where god and i know it's just to keep me humble and to help me not be controlling or whatever where god will not allow something to work unless mel does it so like yeah, it's happened a lot that, yeah like <laughs> like it, it can be something small <laughs> yeah it could be something <laughs> small like- as even like like finding something and something can literally be right in front of my face and i will not be able to see it and he'll be like ask mel mel will walk in there and within like 2.2 seconds he'll be like oh here it is or like babe i need i'll try to do something myself and holy spirit be like nope this is for mel i'll be like babe i need your help because it's teaching me not that i can't do it but the real importance of our covenant and really having a teammate and not trying to be my own marriage. Because you can't do that. I'm in a covenant with Mel. I'm in a bond that can't be broken. God designed marriage to be permanent, right? And so you can't do it all by yourself. Let go of that control and really allow the Holy Spirit to guide you. If you struggle with control, lay at the feet of Jesus and help him deliver you from that. And it's not necessarily an overnight process. It really takes daily like sacrifice awareness and humility to do it like and some people would be like oh well like i'm just an alpha male i'm an alpha female and this is how it is no like stop making excuses because it can hurt your marriage really quickly really really quickly and the last thing you want to do is to hurt your spouse just because you don't know how to let go and be a teammate so uh the last thing i had to say too that i thought was pretty good another uh, it's along with this topic is the thing about uh, our, um, I guess what used to be the big elephant in the room for us as a couple was our spiritual life, our spiritual walk. Okay, <laughs> but I think they had a lot to do with like, I think well, of course God is our foundation. Like he, yeah. as the song said, he is our firm foundation. He is. But uh, I think that that transferred from our life into our. Uh, walk with God that are like how like it, that's like how I can say this is you stepping into our, this is y'all stepping into our home that I could even say like you know how you probably realize now like how like I am more open to being like oh yeah let's pray and read like you see how that kind of yeah. just kind of yeah. goes into things because I, I can look back how like that it's almost like I would tell you that I think it had to do with like just like how I tell you like in like 
outside of uh, in, in just everyday life, how I would tell you that I, I wouldn't want to do things with you. So I, so it was like how I remember how you were like, I want to pray, I want to read, I want to worship with you. And I'd be like, um, you didn't trust me. Yeah, I didn't. I, I didn't think you believed in me. So I yeah. was like, I don't want to. Why would I want to do that with you if you like? He was like, I want you. You're supposed to be my leader. I was like, but I don't even think you believe in me. Or you see me as your leader, right? So I, I was, was like, saying one thing, but my actions. Were yeah, another, so I was yeah. like, because I would even look at how like you would view other men. Not mean like I mean like men that you were like your oh, fa- like family, say, like father or whatever. Oh, like, I gotta <laughs> say, y'all, he ain't mean it like that. that. I, I never. Mean, like, <laughs> I meant like stepped out. No, I, no. I meant like men that like you know whether it be pastor deacon minister or like your brother or like your father stuff like that those type, men that you that you knew that we both knew and how like you would look to them like spiritually how you would look to them and how and which me i know for me as a man that like i was sorry uh, all the trash people yeah, are here. yeah i was like i thought somebody was not gonna do it. i was like what? Who, who, we we got no company we just moved here but anyway <laughs> but anyway uh, we didn't i'm sorry huh? nothing <laughs> oh i don't know but anyway, <laughs> anyway uh Anyway, I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, so yeah, I, I saw how you looked to them, like how you looked to them, and I was like, yeah. I wish she looked at me in that way, like as far as like looking at me as where I could, she could trust me to like give. Which also too, I think that it was a thing of like, uh, it goes to the thing that that you were talking to uh, with the women today in the conference thing about how like the importance of like how like you, your 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 husband thinks that your opinion is is important. So any so. When I was growing spiritually, I was growing with my walk with God, and it's like I really needed that encouragement and somebody to believe. So it's like, if you, I don't know how to explain. It. I feel like I'm like talk, walking in circles, but it's saying like you know, if you if you're a person who's growing, you're trying to grow and get better. You need all the encouragement, and all the support that you could get. <laughs> you know, so when you have somebody that doesn't believe in you, and you're trying to walk in God, and you're trying to grow, that you need that person who you feel like is gonna believe in you. So I was like, how like it's like I was almost like. You wanted me to be that person, but it's like you don't even believe in me, and it's like I didn't have that confidence because my own wife don't even believe in me. So it's like, why would I believe that I could be that leader? I could be the person to pray and worship and lead things. It's like you don't even believe me. So it's like I, I don't even have evidence from the person that I had that who holds the highest opinion. I only have evidence from them. So it's like, how could I be that thing? Even though I, even though I put that on myself, that it's still my responsibility. I still have to work to do that, which I did continue to grow. But at the same time, it's like I feel like I look to you to be like you know, like you said, you were saying one thing, but doing a different thing. Like it would be more like in a sense of like, how do I say? Like yeah, I was looking for you to believe. Yeah, that just goes to show, like wives, the power of your words and your opinion is held really high to your husband. You have the ability to speak life or death into your spouse. So like. If you want to see him, you know, grow in his prayer life and just his walk with God, like, speak that thing. I remember, like, remember you, you used to yeah. laugh about it, but it yeah. made you feel good. Where I would just walk in and I'd be like, hey, man, a guy, like, you look good. Yeah. You're looking handsome today. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, like, okay, I see you praying. I see you reading. And he'd be like, you are so funny. But, and then he'd walk out of the room with his chest puffed up a little bit. Like, yeah, I'm a man of God. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel good. You know, like, those things matter. So, what are you, ask yourself, what are you speaking into your husband? Because your words hold power. And he's listening to, like, hear what you have to say. And he wants to know how you feel about him. He wants to hear it from you. He wants to know that 
he's taking care of you, that you're pleased, that, you know, he's doing his job. Because a man, like, is men love affirmation. That's a fact. So, <laughs> affirm him. You know, another thing I was thinking, too, this, this is not just for a husband, this is for both husband and wife, that uh, I think it's important, too, for the sensitive spots of a person, too. Meaning, like, that's like, you know, I tell you when I was like, how, like, when I have something to share with you, something that I've read in the Bible, something I saw in the scripture, how, like, I love to share because it's like, I want to get your response. Like, oh, wow. Like, like that helped build my confidence because I will say, we, we, me and, her, me and her both know, like, this, when it comes to things that spirit, we're talking spiritually, but when I say spiritual, I'm talking about Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior, not the other stuff. <laughs> but, and I spiritual, when it comes to spirituality, I'm talking about Jesus Christ. <laughs> that, that, uh, that's a very sensitive place for me. So uh, I think what, I, what I've learned from that is that when it comes to like a spouse, you know, husband or wife, that in places that's sensitive, that they need that encouragement, they need that confidence, they need that confidence boost in the most sensitive place. So like when you say, when you say man, when you say man of God, or like when I'm like reading the scripture, I have something to share with you, and you're like, wow, I didn't know that. Like that boosts my confidence that you believe in me, like because I'm, that's a very sensitive place for me. It's like, wow, like she actually like, wants to hear my advice i'm gonna have to give her about the word or whatever like she actually like believes in me like you know what i'm saying because that's a very sensitive place so i think same thing for you i i can't think of you at the top of my head but like certain places with you like that you feel very sensitive about it you may not feel as my confident career. yeah yeah you may not feel as confident or secure like oh yeah like acting like i'll be like you did very good you did very well like i, I like you did this because if that's the place where you don't feel as secure then i'm trying to make you feel that's my job to make you feel secure in that area yeah i remember um I had a friend of mine, she was actually holding me accountable <laughs> in that phase of my life. And what really helped me is she said one sentence to me. She said, Aubrey, your husband needs less coach and more cheerleader. And that thing was so good. Like, I was like, wow. She was like, you're always trying to, like, get in line, like, do this, do this right. Like, this is how you should be living. Okay, you need to pray. You need to re- be in your word, da, 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 this, this, and that. And she was like, but where's the encouragement? Like, and that's exactly what you were missing is the encouragement and seeing that I believed in you and I trusted you and that you were doing a great job as a husband. And also I had to learn to talk less and pray more. I was so at you, but the things that I really needed to like, not the things I really needed to see areas in which i knew our marriage needed help god was like stop being so like ah and just get at my feet and pray like sometimes i think we spend so much time beating the situation and like you know beating a dead horse instead of going to god because prayer is more powerful than you just being like do this do that i don't like this i don't like that blah 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 that's not going to get you anywhere and that's going to make the other person shut down. So the real goal is to pray. And I'm not talking about witchcraft prayers to get people to do what you want them to do. I'm talking about asking God to come into your marriage, to, to bless your marriage, to strengthen your marriage, to help strengthen you and your husband's prayer life, to help you help strengthen your worship life, to help y'all see each other as teammates rather than enemies. That's what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? And I think once we got all that like things started being wonderful like it's so different now i want to share this analogy that i thought was pretty good though 
from uh, PMJ. Not you. Yeah, <laughs> no. PMJ uses which that's Pastor Mike Jr. For, for people who don't know. So he was talking about his son. It's a good. He was like, "There's a difference between there's a time for praise and there's a time for like I think he said accountability and mm-hmm. critique or mm-hmm. whatever." And he was talking about how his son uh played plays football and he was having a bad game where like he fumbled the ball. I can't remember what he said. He either fumbled the ball through an interception or something. And so it got to the end of the game. The team lost. And so his son was walking up to him. He looked so sad. He was just like, oh, man, I don't know what I'm going to do. So, so he's at, in his head, he was thinking like, um, he was thinking like, it's all good, man. We're going to get him next time. Like, we got it. Like, we're going to get him. Like, it don't work. Don't worry about it. We're going to get him or whatever. And he said, no. And he said, Holy Spirit told him, no, praise him. So he was like, you did good out there. You, like, sometimes when it, when it comes to things, like the thing I was talking about before, they're like, there's a time for praise and there's a time for, like, you got to, sometimes you got to ask God to show you when is the right time. For the person to be praised, when is this right time for them to be held yes, accountable? Yes, yes, yes. Sometimes it's not the right time for somebody to hear certain things. Sometimes at that time they need to, they need that boost of, to, they need that praise, they need that you know support, that kind of battery charger to feel good. And sometimes they need they need to be held accountable. And sometimes they need to be they need to you know praise some days. Absolutely, and then and then the times where you are, you know, supposed to critique. There's a certain way to do it. True. There's a certain way to talk to the person. There's a certain way to go about it. So ask the Holy Spirit to help you and to guide your tongue. But um, we've gone over about ten minutes. Yes. <laughs> but um, yeah, we just want to share that with you because that goes to show one: we're not perfect. Two: I know I'm not perfect, Lord Listen, Jesus. You, you and me both. But it just goes to show like where God has brought us from and how grateful we are and it's showing how powerful and wonderful and mighty jesus christ is and and that he can do anything he's a healer he's a restorer he's a redeemer he's a deliverer he's a way maker he's everything that you need he's the great i am and he can fix whatever the problem is he can solve the situation if you need if whatever you need he's that for you um so i'm gonna pray out Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you and we praise you and we honor you, Lord God, for this awesome day. We ask right now, Lord God, that you bless every person under the sound of my voice, Lord. I ask right now, Lord God, that if anybody is dealing with being controlling, Lord God, that you open their eyes and open their hearts, Lord God, to be reformed and transformed, Lord God, to be more of a reflection of you. Help give them tools, Lord God, to help them work on their attitude to work on the things that they're struggling with, Lord God, and to help bring restoration and security into their relationship, Lord God. We thank you in advance for all that you're doing. We praise you, we honor you, and we love you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Bye. Bye. Amen. I'm just playing. Amen. <laughs> I was like, bye. What I'm just messing. <laughs> you tricked me. I was like, bye. What? Is this something I'm, just, I'm just playing. Amen. Like, we love you guys. <laughs> I had my eyes closed. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> it's like, in Jesus' name, bye. No kidding. It's no. Like, God, is that you? Is it, is it time? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All right, guys. Again, thank you so much for listening. Again, you can find our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and Anchor.fm. All of them. We appreciate you. We love you. Have a great day. For real, for real this time, though. Bye. Peace. <laughs>